if you come out to people like friends or colleagues and they don't accept it, yeah, and just screw them. But if it's your family, your mm. your mom, your dad, your brother, and they yep. look at you differently because mm. of that, mm. it really hurts. Hey everyone, welcome to the show.、Uh, this is Jamie Nunes, and I'm a Singapore-based journalist. With me today is Charmaine Wong, who I went to university with in Perth, Western Australia, many, many, many years ago.、Uh, we met because she was doing a documentary called Pink IC for her thesis, and she was looking for LGBT Singaporeans to interview. Back then, I was still sorta of in the closet, so although I reached out to her to participate in the documentary. I wanted to be anonymous, and we actually did the interview in the dark. Yes, <laughs> and I even requested for my voice to be masked.、Um, so now the tables have actually turned, and I'm the one interviewing you on this topic. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of weird. Yes, it's quite weird. <laughs> But now I'm glad. Now you're like all out and proud.、So. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's been a long journey to、mm-hmm. get to get to here. Yeah. So so Shamin's documentary ended up being shown at the inaugural Short Circuit, Singapore's first LGBT film festival, exactly twelve years ago in October twenty 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 o six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, can you share what the screening meant to you personally as a filmmaker? Okay, against the backdrop of the whole LGBT scene and narrative in Singapore during that era, it was a very exciting time then.、Uh, I think、uh, at that time, our then Prime Minister Goh Chok Tong、mm. actually gave、uh, an interview with Times Magazine,、yeah. and so he he mentioned that you know I think civil servants in sensitive positions in government、yeah. should declare their sexuality so they won't be blackmailed.、Mm. So that caused a really intense debate. And at the same time,、uh, I think Vivian Balakrishnan,、yep. Doctor Vivian Balakrishnan, <laughs> I'm sorry, was submitting a report、yeah. uh, for remaking Singapore. And、right. um, so I was just wondering if, if our if the LGBTQ community community、mm. could actually figure in the Singapore identity.、Mm-hmm. Do we belong? Right. Can can we fit ourselves in it?、Okay. Are you actually thinking about fitting us in it? So,、mm. um, so I did that that documentary. Right.、Um, uh, I got um, it. It was an all girls affair because、mm-hmm. I felt that、uh, a lot of、uh, women weren't really adding to the discussion. Yep. I mean on ICQ.、Uh, I'm sorry, IRC. <laughs> you know that everyone was just、yeah. you know, but they're usually the men. Right. Uh, and so I just thought I should get the、mm. the, the, the women's point of view. Right, right.、Yeah. So how do you feel about the the women's point of view that you got? Do you find find that it was adding to the narrative, or was it a different perspective than what the men held? Um, I think it reviewed a very different.、Um, it's very different. Uh, but it reviewed a lot more issues than really addressing certain things, or you know, like I wanted to. To find out if they they felt that they belong.、Mm, mm. Um, okay. Okay. Short answer is no. Right. But along the way, I、uh-huh. think a lot of them were were、uh, they were raising a few issues like、okay. uh, of class,、mm. of gender,、okay. of race. Right. So、um, it's more than just being a lesbian or、mm. bisexual、right. or queer. So you feel like they felt they didn't belong in、um, the Singapore no. narrative. I mean.、Okay. At the mask your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay.、Mm. So how f- how do you feel that Singapore? How f- how do you feel about how far Singapore has come since then?、Um, I feel the community at the point in time it was emerging, but、mm. I think we、uh, have gone a long way.、Um, there are so many services out there、mm. for the LGBTQ community by the LGBTQ、mm-hmm. community.
community. But other than that, other than that, I don't think anyone else is really um, catering to them. Okay. So it's a very, we're just helping ourselves here, and mm. we've gone a long way. Yeah, very sophisticated. We have yep. Pink Dot and all that. Mm-hmm. But I think outside of that, mm. it's it's still lacking. Okay. I mean, we've only just begun talking about a lot of other things, a lot of. Things that were stigmas like mental health and, mm. and you know, mm. so I do. I mean, I really do wish that we could actually bring LGBTQ issues out in the open, mm. and and you know have them have come and help us in certain ways. Them as in who? Um, the public, okay. the government. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So your documentary discussed the Singaporean identity vis-a-vis being gay in Singapore. Okay. Right. Um, could you maybe share your personal story about? As a gay woman living in Singapore and working in Singapore all your life, um, I've been quite privileged. Okay, I am privileged. Okay, yeah, let, let's yeah. just put it out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it wasn't really very dramatic. I mean, there were difficult times mm. because I I do lean towards the more masculine, um, I don't know, identity behavior. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always been a, a cause for concern for my mm. parents. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they acknowledge that that you're. Lesbian or your I think they kind of know. I leave my okay. erotica open. <laughs> 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 yeah, so um, I think they know, but uh, okay. but not really officially come out to them. Okay, so um, so you haven't come out to them. Is is there any reason why um maybe you can share some of your your fears or challenges? It's hard, you know. I mean, if you come out to people like friends or colleagues and they don't accept it, yeah. Just screw them. <laughs> yeah. I want to say the F word. <laughs> screw them. You know? Yeah, but I think we it, can, right? Can we? Yeah, <laughs> we can. So yeah, just fuck them. You know? <laughs> yeah. But if it's but if it's your family, your mm. your mom, your dad, your brother, and they yep. look at you differently because mm. of that, I mm. think it really affects. Mm. It really hurts. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you basically you're trying to avoid that having to um, deal with that. I think eventually I would have to say it. Oh. Um, yeah, I think eventually, uh, if you want a life for yourself, mm. Um, mm. I think okay. you, you just have to yeah tell them. Mm. I'll just have to tell them. Yeah, that that's kind of interesting. So, what do you mean by having a life for yourself? Do you feel like right now you don't have a life for yourself, or you're not living for yourself? Um, openly, no. Um, so I have a a really good friend. Mm. Um, she she's um. She's left Singapore. She's in Australia now. Okay. And I asked her why because actually mm. Singapore ain't that bad, you know. Mm-hmm. What I mean? But uh, she said eventually she wants to have a family, right, with a partner yeah. and have children of her own. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just can't. She finds that she can't really do it in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it got me thinking because you know as I grow older, I'll, I'll be thinking you, you have to stop being a child. You can't really live your with your parents anymore. Eventually, I don't live with my parents. <laughs> I don't know, but. <laughs> That's a whole different story. <laughs> so, um, so if I were to leave the nest, yeah, then um, where do I set okay. up my nest? So basically, you don't see it as a possibility right now for you to be able to leave your nest and um, live the kind of life that you want to live. Not unless I come out to them, I oh, think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. if I do, then they'll know why I'm doing certain things. Hmm. Your your hesitance to come out to them does it have anything to do with like filial piety or uh, or face or on behalf of the family? Um, possibly. I mean, I mean it's not. I mean if you say oh I I I 
I graduated, I got this, then it's it's people are proud of you. But mm. I think to announce that you're you're a lesbian it's not yeah. something anyone will like, hey hey, you know mm. my daughter's a lesbian, like yeah. uh, dinner on me, things like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's okay. a lot about face. Right, right. Do you feel like because the landscape in Singapore is changing with regards to this whole LGBT issue, mm-hmm. do you feel like you're getting any closer to being able to come out to them? I think so. Because there was once <laughs> I was just walking out of my house. Mm. Uh, I was all dressed up, but then my mom just came running to me and said, Oh, are you going to Pink Dot? Oh, serious? Okay. Like, are you like. Leaving the house to go to Ping Dong. So cute. I said no because I wasn't really going to Ping yeah, Dong. Yeah. So there's a certain awareness. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. On the part of my parents, mm. so they're aware. Yeah. But it's not. They're not hundred percent sure. Mm. And I, I haven't really like. And they don't really mm. want to know the answer. I think. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, okay. they would have asked. But I see. But it sounds like they kind of like know and sense already. So. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just wondering like, what what's actually like stopping you from from taking that plunge then. I'm just afraid of the reaction. Okay. Like things might change and the the relationships might change. Yeah, okay. I just don't really want a lot of drama. And All right. But I think what's I'm what I'm most afraid of is probably the rejection that you kind of half expect but maybe mm. not and then they do this and then you oh god but I, I'll yeah, never know like, yeah. not yet you, you know? know what like I'll, I'll share with you a very funny story because mm. like you know my cousin Yvonne she's yep. she's a lot older so she's basically she's like my mom okay. kinda um, so many many years ago in my early 20s I wanted to come out to her um, and it was this challenge for me mm. and I was like stressing out so much about it the same issues as you you know like the, the yeah. fear of rejection and all that kind of stuff and then uh, I, I took her out we had drinks, I sat her down, she was yep. opposite me and then I was like, I have something to tell you and, and she was like, and I was like building up to it and so stressed, I think I was sweating yep. and everything <laughs> and, and she was like, what? <laughs> uh, then I was like, so it couldn't all come out mm. and she was like, what? You're pregnant Okay. <laughs> then I, then we were, I burst out laughing yeah. and I was like, no and then she was like, what? You're on drugs and I was like, no yeah. then, she was, and then I was like, uh I can't remember exactly what I said, we can ask her later, but um, I think she said some. I said, I'm gay or I like girls or something like that. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was so anticlimax yeah. for me, you okay, know, okay. because I was like stressing out like crazy about it and it was okay. such an anticlimax. I guess a lot of us are just building it up in our minds. I think so, you know, I think so. Yeah. Hey guys, as we all know, there's so much going on in the world today and we're all dealing with a lot of challenges just trying to get through this pandemic. So I'd like to take a moment to share with you about Safe Space, an organization that connects users with counsellors, including LGBT-friendly counsellors, for online and offline counselling sessions. If you're feeling stressed, burnt out, or having relationship or marriage problems and you need to talk to someone for help, don't hesitate to reach out to their professional therapists at safespace.sg to book a counselling session and improve your mental well-being today. How did you first discover that you were lesbian? Funny story, actually I was in preschool Yeah. and my dad and I were like reading this storybook. Preschool? Wow. Uh, well, we were reading this storybook, so yeah. um, so the ending of it was, I think, um, 
Jerry Mouse married another mouse, you know Tom and Jerry. Oh, so okay. Jerry uh-huh. Mouse uh, married another like girl mouse. Uh-huh. And then um, so it was a church wedding, so yeah. he's all dressed up in a suit <laughs> and she in a wedding gown. Uh-huh. And I was saying, oh, you know, next time I just want to be like that. Okay. Which which you know? which one? Uh, uh, Jerry Mouse in a suit. Uh, so I can marry my like a mouse bride right, in a right, wedding right, gown. Yeah, yeah. And then my dad <laughs> straight away say, no, you're gonna be this. Oh. Okay. At, a, at the you know the yeah. girl mouse and yeah. the brighter gown and uh-huh. I was like oh okay no fucking way <laughs> um, no I was just very surprised oh so I don't really so I don't get to choose oh, like, what I want I so I have to be a certain way la. Right. and so oh, and then later on like they sent me to an awkward school mm. So the environment was pretty sapphic. So you, you kind of okay, you realize things. Which school was that? Uh, I can't. I know, well, it's just one of those in the CHIJ family, mm. and I realized that oh, okay, I do like girls. Mm. Um, although I don't really know how to make you know like. Yep. I have no idea what's ahead of me. I just like girls, mm. And then yeah, what was it? How did you feel when you discovered that that you were different or you liked girls and that was not the norm? I remember thinking when I was, when I was in secondary school, I thought, mm, yeah, there's just no future in this, or there's no future in all of us liking girls. Mm. So I thought that maybe you know, um, after secondary school, I think all of us would just go on our straight path. Okay. okay. Yeah, but it didn't happen. So for some of us. So you actually assumed that you would eventually turn straight and go the straight and narrow. Yeah, or make myself that way so that at least you know, um, if you don't see a future for yourself in mm. that, then I think the more pragmatic thing was to go right, with the flow. Right. Right. Okay. So, right now where you're at, um, do you still feel that's a possible future for yourself? As I got more independent financially, yeah, yeah, I I can see a a small. Gleam of a possibility. Okay. And that is why I'm thinking: How can I make my my future more possible? Possibility in what? Uh, in probably having my own family. Okay. okay. Having my own place to stay. Right. With a girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> with a mouse. <laughs> okay. So, did you ever find, or did you ever face any challenge, uh, in terms of accepting yourself, accepting your sexuality? And how did you deal with it? I mean, there's still a sense of shame. I mean, unfortunately, like, mm. and I, I want to say I'm out and proud. Mm. But um, I think a lot of things that are holding me back is the shame and the, the feeling that I'm not deserving. Deserving of what? Of, of love, of uh, help, of, of anything. Mm. Uh, where, where do you think that shame comes from? Is it self-imposed or is it... I think a lot of it is self-imposed. But you would have... Been all through my life, there are little things that people say that adds on to it. Mm. Like for example, it's unnatural. Okay. Uh, yeah, things like that. So... Mm. Yeah, you just feel weird. Okay, so... Self-acceptance is a very big theme with a lot mm. of LGBT in- individuals, right? Yeah. Um, have you actually taken any steps or measures to, to, to work on it to, to be more accepting of yourself? Uh, I think first step is to talk about it. I think one of the reasons is to be, that's why I'm here. Okay. 
this one, I'm showing my face. Mm. I'm not masking my voice. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's kind of scary. Actually, on my, my trip with, um, here, I mm. was a bit scared. Yeah. Yeah, because I think some people find that it's okay that you're gay, but just shut yeah. up about right, it. Right, right. And um, and you ask why? Why you should I shut up about it? Yeah. And you tell me about your boyfriends and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's about talking about it. Right. And um, yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I mean, I would like to acknowledge you for actually taking that step to be open and out and speaking out about it. You know, it's it takes a lot of courage. I feel. Yeah. 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 Cool. In the context of work and career, have you experienced any challenges or discrimination because of your sexuality? So I, uh, I work at a video production house, mm-hmm. and I think about the media industry in Singapore, or maybe anywhere else in the world, it's it's, mm. it's quite uh, strange in a sense that you know there are some gay people gravitate towards it. Mm. Mm. So you know maybe you have designers or art directors yeah, yeah. or. Whoever yeah. who's gay, those artsy or creative, or a gay camera woman, yeah. <laughs> and then you have this other part who's like totally macho and straight. So it's, mm. it's I mean they, it, it's it's hard to interact. I mean they try right. to, yeah. but it's it's always um, oh okay yeah okay mm. yeah because video production and filmmaking is a very masculine type of of. Industry, right. I think I think the younger ones are coming up, yeah. but the older ones are very macho mm. uncles. Okay. You know, okay. so okay, yeah. Right. But do you ever feel the need to like hide your true identity from your boss or colleagues or even clients? Mm. No, because I think they sort of my boss. I think he's quite a very, uh, he's quite a perceptive man. Mm. So he he sort of knew that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, my clients, I think. I think what's important is, is that I deliver their jobs mm. to them on time. Right, so right. they've never really made and they've never raised any issues. Okay. Yeah. Have you have you faced any outright discrimination um, by virtue of being gay? Mm, no, actually, okay. uh, it's more subtle. So I've not been told to burn in hell. Okay. Okay. Nobody said that to my face. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But they do say things like, oh, you know, uh, I'm not really into gay guys. I'm like, they discuss me but you know really I don't mind two girls having sex like. okay guess who and it's always a man saying that of course yes in your face <laughs> speaking of you working in a video production company have you considered doing more films or documentaries on LGBT topics as a follow up to Pink IC perhaps not really maybe in the future I might okay because I think the landscape it has changed and so Sometimes you have to find a certain story that, that, that calls out to you. Mm. Then you go ahead and do it. And there's right. just so many things that we need to cover. Like, there's so many things that has to be covered. Yeah. Um, I just need to look around and see what interests me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. To cover that. Okay. Right. So, so activism, right? You've mentioned that you're not really very, like, a, a big activist and things mm, like that. I mean, um, would you want to be or what, what might be holding you back? I mean, it used to be that life got in the way, and mm. so you have to earn your paycheck and all yeah. that. But now I'm I'm slowly trying to get involved. Okay. Uh, in any way. So right. <clears throat> just so I can be part of a community that, if we don't receive help from anybody else, yeah. we can help ourselves. What's changed for you that that's brought you to this perspective right now? Age. Okay. <laughs> Friends yeah. leaving, uh-huh, uh-huh. friends doing their own thing. So you, you ask yourself, like, 
if you want to stay here, then uh, you want to have a future, you better build it yourself. Mm. So mm. okay, so you wouldn't consider leaving the country in order to have the family that you want. I quite like Singapore. I mean, despite everything, right? Yeah. I do love Singapore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, so I'm stuck here, and uh, <laughs> I'll just have to learn how to build a future where I was born and bred. Right. Right. Okay. So. Growing up different is tough for all of us, um, especially when you can't be open about it to your family. If there was one thing that you could tell your kid self, what would it be? My that that, how old were you, when you when you started realizing you were different? It's quite five. Young. Yeah, but I wouldn't know what my five year old <laughs> would react to me. But. Yeah, or okay, maybe yeah. a little bit older along the way along your journey. I suppose if I have to do it all over again, mm. I would have been. I would not hide myself. I would have been bolder. Yeah. Take more risks. In in what sense? Uh, be open up to possibilities. Be it relationships or career or mm-hmm. you know if coming out to parents yeah. in all aspects of life mm. instead of just hiding and being in a safe space. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Speaking of relationships, yeah. do you feel like? Because you're in Singapore, because it's so conservative, is um how does that impact your relationships or your pursuit of relationships? Mm. I think my very first one, um, we were talking and we were thinking, okay, let's not come out to our parents until we're financially independent, mm. and then we have a bit of a. Power to do that. Mm, okay. But it was like you know, it was over in three months. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then after that, I just, I'm just like, uh, you know. Right, right. So no relationships in there. No, are you? Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Every time you meet me, you ask me that. Because I'm like waiting for the day <laughs> so I can celebrate with you, man. Okay, yeah. you'll be the first to know, lah. Yeah, but but I'm really curious, lah. Like, does it is it because society is so. Not accepting is that a big deterrent for you? I wouldn't say it's big, but okay. it is a deterrent. But it's not big because if you fall in love, you just have to fall in love, and you know what's next. Then you figure it out, love. Right. So, or, or is it a case of you just haven't met the one or whatever? No, I haven't met the one. <laughs> if I need to know. Yeah, you must know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I think that's about all. Is there anything else that you want to add about this issue that you feel is important? Okay, cool. Thank you so much for coming on this show. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks, Charmaine. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Best-selling author and TED Talk speaker Brene Brown said, "Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance." Self-acceptance does seem to be a recurring theme and challenge in the lives of most LGBTQ+ individuals. The truth is, it is not easy being lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or queer, especially in a conservative Asian society where filial piety is a big deal, and one of the biggest fears of coming out is disappointing our parents. The fear of family rejection is very real, and I really empathize with anyone who is still struggling to come out and be able to live their lives authentically. 
So I hope this episode helped you somehow, either personally or helped you better understand someone you care about. If it did, please share this episode with those you love if you feel that it could help them too. And together, we can make a bigger impact in society. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spectrum Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Nones, and if you'd like to connect with me on Instagram, find me at Jamie, J-A-M-I-E-N-O-N-I-S. And be sure to follow Spectrum Podcast as well. Find us at Spectrum, S-P-E-Q-T-R-U-M, Podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Until next time, I pray that you always have the strength and courage to be who you are and know that you are beautiful and loved just the way you are. And remember that no matter what you might be going through, there's always a rainbow just around the corner. Stay strong, keep the faith and take care my friends.